Welcome to the doghouse on NTNRadio.com. Ken, do you see what I'm wearing today? Yes, bean pot. Bean pot, three in a row. <laughs> Northeastern yeah. University wins three bean pots in a row. That's more times they won the bean pot in the last four years. You might want to explain that, for our... I will in a second. Okay. Then when I went there, they mm-hmm. even made it to the finals of the bean pot. Yeah, they right. Did, yeah. I like everybody's like, yeah, like a bunch of people that I went to college with and stuff were like, they're like, yeah, it's so awesome. That's more than we went to the Bean Pop Finals, and I was like, there's going to be a group of dickhead kids. I don't know if I can say that, but I did. Yes, that are going to be able to say. I think you can say dickhead kids. Okay, that are going to be able to say that three of their five years at Northeast and they won the Bean Pot, and they probably and, and they're. Oh, I listened on the radio. Mm-hmm. I couldn't find a live stream. I don't know why Reddit hates me so much. It was like Nesson. I hate Nesson. Uh, but anyway, the Bean Pot is a hockey tournament. Wait, doesn't your bargain basement school have a any kind of a sports uh, on their website? Sports thing? Yeah, that's the streaming radio. <laughs> yeah, streaming radio. Okay. Northeastern doesn't waste time with technology. Yeah, okay. It's an engineering school. Yeah, okay. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Come on, you know that. Yeah, right. Uh, but no, but the Bean Pot though is the bragging right tournaments for Boston, where BU, BC, Harvard, and Northeastern. You face should off mention around the Northeastern is also a very famous pharmacy school because that's where my dad went to pharmacy school. It, it is. I dated a couple girls who were farm D majors, mm-hmm. and mainly on the D. But uh, <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> but anyways, yeah, no, it it actually has a very good pharmacy school. Yep. Very good engineering. The co op is the big sale there. Yeah. You know, uh, you get to go there and work, and um, you know, you go for a couple. The first year, you go three quarters. It's almost like going to like high school. Mm-hmm. But then after that, you go like half years and work in your field, and they help you place it. So it's a good it's a good school mm-hmm. for practical world experience, and apparently for hockey too. It's becoming, yeah, it's yeah. becoming. Uh, you know, at times we had good hockey seasons. Mm-hmm. We never won the. Be- did, did I ever be- tell you my dad used to call hockey games for Northeastern? No, he actually called games. Yeah, I probably cursed at your father. No, you didn't. Oh, it was before you, my it was, time. It was before my time. Okay, it's before I was born. <laughs> I was gonna say I was never nice to the announcers. Yeah, we're talking. I don't think you could have done that, Phil. That would have been about sixty-five years ago. Oh, that's awesome. That is awesome. I did yeah. not know that. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm actually named after the guy that was the the main broadcaster on the hockey games that he worked with, a guy named Ken Paul. No kidding. Yeah, that's, that's where my name awesome. comes from. I yep. did not know that. Yep. How long have we been doing the show together? And uh, how long have we been talking uh, about the uh, beanpot my whole life? No, I think we talked about Northeastern before. I we have, but I don't. I don't school. think. I don't. Yeah, but I yeah. don't think you told me he was the announcer. He well, he was probably like I would say, you know, I, I don't know what you would call him. He wouldn't have been the color guy because they didn't have the, that name. Yeah, like well, that. they have. You know, when when I was there, and it's different now. They actually have guys that sound like they know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I was there, it was just like whatever two losers from the campus radio station couldn't get out of working for the games. Yeah, I uh, think this was more. This was more. I mean, he was he he went there, right? He he attended Northeastern, and while he was there, he got yeah. this job working and got promoted, and it, eventually it, ended it, up doing the games with this announcer called Ken Paul, yeah. um, who was the head announcer. I guess he had been for years with yeah. Northeastern, and uh, I ended up getting named after him. Not quite sure why, but I guess my dad looked up to him. Yeah, or maybe they were good buddies, right? Uh, maybe. I think he was a little, little bit older, so I don't think they were, Yeah. you know. But anyway, I think he was significantly older. So, um, is there, anyway, so Bean Pots is this tournament, and it's like bragging rights in the city. 
Mm-hmm. You know, Boston is a huge. It covers a bigger. City. Yeah, it covers a bigger area than the city, doesn't it? No, well, it's 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 just pretty much BU, BC, and Harvard. That's the only four people in the tournament. Okay, right. So it's a bean pot. It's it's okay. bragging rights. Like when you go into the bars afterwards, you can be like, "Ha ha, we won the bean pot," yeah. and you start the fights. Right, right. Uh, <laughs> so. So when I was there, BU and BC were just so dominant. Harvard mm-hmm. sucked as bad as we did. Yeah. Uh, but now we're getting better. We've gotten a better team uh, and stuff like that. So it's just it's just awesome. Uh, you know, it was, Harvard it was sucks at everything except for crew. Yeah. That's their big thing. That could be. Get out there and, and row on row, the river. Row, row, row your boat yeah, gently yeah. down. The, you mm-hmm. know, the head of the Charles is another great event if you're up in Boston to, to go drink at. Um, Anyways, uh, but yes, we won the bean pot. I got to give a shout out to my Fermi Mammals of Less Than Destruction (laughs) for bringing that set joy. Uh, I'm wearing my jersey. I'm all pumped up. Yeah. If we were on video, people could actually see that. Yeah, well, I'm working on that. I've actually like edited some stuff. You are are the only guy working on it. I am the only guy working on it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Anyways, uh, let's get into the show. We got a lot to talk about this week. Yeah. Yeah. Um, first off, big announcement came out Tuesday, and we would have had it on the show, except for we pre-recorded Monday so I could go to a wake on yep. Tuesday. Uh, Bobby Fong signs with M4 Suzuki to ride Superbike next to be Tony Elias's partner. Which I think is great, but it makes me kind of wonder in a way. if they were. Go- we wondered if they were going to field a second bike yeah. in four, right? And it makes me kind of wonder why was... This is no knock on Bobby Fong. We've been big Bobby Fong um, fans for quite some time, but we've also been big uh, Josh Heron fans. And why was Josh Heron not I'm given that guess. opportunity? I mean, I'm glad. I'm, for, I'm very happy for Bobby. I'm, but. I'm very happy for Bobby. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think, I think Superbike now has somebody that can disrupt the points a lot. You know, Bobby Fong, I love Bobby Fong, but Bobby Fong is the definition of winning or Bennett. Right? I mean, yeah. he's like out there or or he's in there, right? Yeah, but you know, it's, when I, when I, if I would put Bobby Fong and Josh Heron together, I'd say they're pretty equally matched. That's a good race. Yeah, that's a good race, right? That, that, they're pretty I, – I, okay, I'm a little biased. I would have preferred to see Josh Heron and Bobby Fong be the two M4 guys. Yeah, oh, oh, my God. Yeah. So like, You'd win every race, to qu- but yeah. the other bike wouldn't finish. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, but, uh, yeah, so I don't know if it was – I'm, I'm going to assume maybe the numbers didn't work. Or maybe – I, I don't know. I, I don't know. Then, you you know, you, always, you make the numbers work somehow. It's better than not having a seat. So I, I just – I don't – Maybe th- – maybe, maybe Bobby tested better. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't yeah. know. I mean, they're two guys that they're not they're not youngsters anymore, either one of them, and it's just sort of a weird thing. I mean, you know, of course, Tony's not either, but... Um, no. Weird. Uh, very, very strange. I mean, it's it's the American Superbike Series, okay? And you got an American who's going to be sitting out the season in favor well, of Well, we don't know for sure, Spaniard, but right? he's... He, I know he's... I believe I read, and I, I don't want... I just said I know, but I don't 100% sure, but I believe Heron did get to find a bike to ride for the Daytona 200. Okay. Right? Which maybe that will lead to, I mean, look what that did for Sean Dale and Kelly. It got him some sponsorship yeah. and a ride. So mm-hmm. may, maybe that'll work out. Um, but yeah, that was just, uh, it was a little bit of a shock, not because I don't think, not because I don't feel like Bobby Fong deserves it. Mm-hmm. I just, I figured it was so late, maybe they weren't going to do a second team. That's kind of what I was thinking at, you this, know? at this point. It's extremely late. Yeah. 
Uh, let's get into the other Moto America news, which is maybe the most bizarre thing I'm going to read on the doghouse since we stopped covering Florida motorcycle stories. Yeah, right. <laughs> Moto America has announced drag special a drag specialties bagger race at Laguna Seca. They're going to race baggers around baggers around I, Laguna Seca. I, I I like it. <laughs> I love it, I, but I, it don't I, make sense. I, I like it, but. I you're right. It does. I already entered Warren. I don't know if he knows I, that, that. That's like a yeah, but that that's like a, a hail mary to get Harley riders, right? I don't think. I don't know. What, here's what I like about it: mm-hmm. Moto America and Drag Specialty working together a little bit, right? It's a big. It's a big parts manufacturer. You know, when we go to the Moto America races, there's a lot of Harleys. I'd say at least one out of every three bikes is a bagger coming in to watch the races. Yeah. So I don't necessarily have a. I, I don't know if it's a Hail Mary. I think it was a, more of a Hail Mary to fill space. And Drag Special was like, we got these guys that are stupid that'll do this. Well, I think it's... okay. Couple, <laughs> and, and I mean stupid with the utmost respect. I would have told you five years ago that getting Drag Specialties was a huge get. Well, Drag Specialties, they're it, just like the rest of the motorcycle industry in the they're US. They're hurting. They're yeah. hurting big time. So I don't... They're, I, they're not the deep pockets they once were. I, I'm not, And I'm not saying that they're the deep pockets they mm-hmm. once were. I, mm-hmm. I, if, when I say to me it's a good thing, I think it's two struggling companies that, that working together could do something good. Right? You know. I, I think um, I think that bringing in, if you can drag in a couple more baggers, if you can drag in, but, but I just, in general, I think any exposure, and Drag Specialties has a huge network for exposure. Yeah, but I mean, if they had mentioned, did they mention in the article whether or not it included the Parts Unlimited piece of the business, or it was just drag specialties? The article I read just said the drag specialties. Because part, Parts Unlimited is primarily um, <coughs> sport bikes, quads, you know, but, but it's a big sport bike uh, parts distribution network, Parts Unlimited, um, whereas drag specialties tends to be, you know, American V-Twin related. Uh, I can understand the baggers race, right? I can understand that with with drag specialties. Um, I would say for a, you know, uh, uh, you know, uh, for racing, <laughs> it's parts unlimited fits more into the racing, you know, side. The, of it. It's going to be their first event doing this, and it's going to be called King of the Baggers. I even like that. <laughs> I, I and my, I wonder I'm, if they're going to if, if these things are going to be. You know, stock baggers with like maybe shock upgrades and it's bagger class road racing as a reality as the highly customized ever booming V twins will invade the thing. Ever booming V twins. Booming, booming is in the sound booming, not in sales booming. Yeah, well, all right, ever yeah. booming. Yeah. Um, it what's, doesn't, what's, it doesn't, what's that sound, Phil? That wasn't a V twin though. Come on, that was a single pump, wasn't it? It might have been a that might have been uh, a a single pump. Yeah, it might have been. You're killing me. But it's a lot closer. I mean, we could say potato, 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 potato. Yep. Um, but uh, it doesn't. I haven't seen any specs on it. Uh, I I maybe for next week. You're not going to lean them that much. Let's put it that way. Well, maybe they'll even much further. They got the bags to help them keep up. <laughs> yeah, put wheels on the side of the bag. Yeah, I, mean, I would. I'd be like, oh, they didn't say you can have a wheel on the bag. I'm totally in favor of it. I, I think it's weird enough that it's got some, you know, panache to it, right? Just to see it, it'll be a lot of fun. To maybe me, a few it laughs. kind of reminds me of 
when they do the speedway racing over there in California. I can't think of that little track that's been like the historic speedway track. And then they have like the the spectators come out and try to flat track their baggers. And yeah, stuff. yeah. To me, it has like that feel, and I love watching. I, I, that. I think it's a I think it's a good thing. I mean, I'm 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 not gonna you know crap on it. I think it's anything that they can do. Um, to bring a little bit of excitement and fun to it is I'm and in attention favor of. and yeah that, that, I'm that, in favor. I, it's just a one. It's a one and done though. Right now, right as of right now, it's going to be their first ever event, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't know if it's going to be a one and done. Well, it, it, is it going to be privateers out doing this? Or it, is it looks be- like it from what I read, and like like okay, Chris Ulrich put out a a tweet or tweet or Facebook or something like that. He's like, I might actually have to put the strap the suit back on. I mean, there's a potential you're going to have a guy like Chris Ulrich on like a bagger <laughs> or some other racer. It should be entertaining. I, I think so. I think it'll be, I think it'll be fun. I hope, uh, they better show it on the package. That's all I'm saying. You uh, don't show it on the package. I think- I'm re- I'm going to be ape. Oop. Yeah, no, I, I agree. <laughs> if I, I can't I, watch I, it, I, I agree. there will be hell to pay. We also have our minions out there that will capture it and put it on YouTube if need be. If yeah, not, but so. I just feel like I just feel like it should be on the package. I agree, I'm it should be, that. absolutely. They also announced their uh, broadcast team, which is pretty much the same as last yeah. year. I think they did a good job last year. I think they were, they, yeah, I think they did a pretty good job. Um, not, not, no, no knock on Greg White, but I'm just not a big Greg White fan. I know, and I don't think he's a big fan of you. No, he's we've not. We've had that conversation. We've had this conversation, yes. <laughs> so uh, there, there's no knock on that. You guys just don't like each other, uh, which is the theme for this We don't week. know each other well enough to not like each other. Just not a big fan of Greg White. Just a st- It's a style thing. It's got nothing to do with anything else. Uh, so I got two other pieces of news before we jump into Supercross, and we'll try and hit them quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, number one, I totally sent you a video of electric flat track bike racing. Yeah, I loved it. Uh, Sammy, Sammy Halbert won the race. Mm-hmm. Couple other people in there with it's a little bit of names. Uh, I was great to watch, and we watched uh, somebody's helmet cam. It, it wasn't Cody great to, Black. It I was think. great to watch. It wasn't much to listen to. Was not a lot to listen you, to. The but, tires made more noise <laughs> than the motors. Here's the one thing mm-hmm. that was weird to me. The weirdest thing was that when you were close to the other bikes, you didn't hear them. Normally, no, when you'd see somebody coming up passing, he would no sound at all. <laughs> no sound at all. Like. Yeah. Like in su- I th- and I applied it to Supercross, MotoGP, World mm-hmm. Superbike, Moto America, mm-hmm. like even flat track. Oh, you hear him, Ricky Carmichael on the broadcast. That dude was talking about. Oh, you can hear him in your ear. Mm-hmm. Now you got these blind passes you can't hear in the ear, which was cool. I thought which was cool, but it adds a whole new mm-hmm. degree mm-hmm. to motorcycle racing. And uh, the the I, I made a comment to Phil after he posted the video up there that, and he made a point. Yeah, it's it's indoors and everything. But I made a point that how loose the track was very, very loose, right? Yeah. And I kept thinking, oh, my God. And there were a couple good wrecks. There were a couple yeah, good wrecks. Yeah, yeah, So um, I just don't understand. Even It's actually easier to control a flat surface indoors where you can compact it, right, than it is to actually do it outside where you have changes in humidity and temperature maybe and all they that, right? Maybe they can dump the it was water. really weird. Maybe there's no drainage. I don't know. I don't uh, know. But I do love the concept. Yeah. Of electric flat track indoor we're, racing, we're gonna, we're gonna see a lot more of that. You're I see hope a lot so. More. Oh, oh my see god! If there's a series coming by through here, I'm all in. Gonna see, a, gonna see a lot. Baltimore, I, there's an arena in Baltimore. I, I, I think we're gonna be seeing more and more and more of that because it's just. It was good racing. You know, I, I may I may be a little biased, but that's the way the world's going. 
Yeah, um, I could show you some articles about people poo-pooing electric cars away. Well, I, well, there's, uh, are, there's plenty of articles about it, but the, yeah, the stats don't lie. Yeah, hips don't lie either. I should cure. Hips don't lie. <laughs> <laughs> Woo, that's a Super Bowl reference. Oh, yeah. Oh, I can. Um, anyways, one other thing before we get into Supercross in San Diego. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you see Scott Redding pretty much vowed to beat Johnny Ray this year in World Superbike? Yeah, I don't know what that was about. Are they Drugs? Not, <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, are they, are they not friends or something? I wouldn't have pulled that out. Number one, you're put your your set. You know, don't do anything. I always say, you know, something half of half of talking s is that you're encouraging the other guy, yeah. right? He doesn't need any encouragement, right? My, my father always used to tell me. Never let your alligator mouth write a check your canary ass can't catch. That's exactly right. Uh, I got a lot of respect for Scott Redding. He's fast. Mm, yeah. But you just trash talked a guy arguably on the best bike in the paddock mm-hmm. and a five-time-in-a-row defending champ. Yeah, but if there's a, he should have came out and been like, "I found a beat Bautista." I'd have been like, "Right on, Johnny, Johnny uh, we, Scott we, Redding." We we got a post in the pool this week <laughs> where they actually posted the rev limits right yeah. for a World Superbike for this season and. Kawasaki's, I think, was the lowest. Yeah. Um, uh, they keep penalizing and penalizing and try to equalize it. Um, but you know, I they the got a way they, to make that fair they, is to they, put them down in they, car revenue. They got to do something. 8, I think you know. Have you ever seen um, what they they have uh, bulldozers have for breaking up really hard ground? Yeah, 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 the, yeah, yeah, yeah. They need to put a ripper on the back of Rea's bike. I okay? just take a parachute. Yeah, parachute. I think a fan-controlled parachute, like all they come down the stretch, and like enough fans are pressing on their thing to slow down that it pops out, and it slows them down for like lead, thirty seconds. Lead plates on the back of the bike. I just one pair. Uh, uh, these little parachutes that just grab enough wind to slow them down. Uh, yeah. Anyways, let's get into Supercross, uh, which it was the last West event for four for six weeks. Yeah, it's pretty it's much the last West event. Yeah, they got the two more. They got the one. Um, we, go, we go to the east, and then they come back together, right? In um, there's what four more west events? I think before it's done. That's two, good. three more, three more. Okay, three more. They have the one where they do the east west showdown. Right. Good, I think they're doing two east west showdown. Yeah, I didn't, yeah, okay. I mean, two one east west showdown, mm-hmm. right? Because they they had that one earlier, right? And then they'll do a. Um, then they had their last race, and then there's the East-West Showdown for the, the final. championship, the yeah. finals. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's uh, it's it's nearing the end. It looks like the rough riding execute. No, what'd you call him? I, yeah, I think I call him the exterminator. The exterminator. He, he didn't let me down this weekend either. No, I I don't understand if, if you go. I'm I'm actually really really surprised that so, that that they're not coming down on him pretty hard. I am too. Yeah. But here's what I'm going to say: There's obviously a foreign bias in Supercross because, yeah, yeah. I, and I can prove this. One, yeah. they let Roxon do whatever he wants. Yep. Two, they let Fernandez do whatever he wants. And you notice the only wives they ever show on TV are Roxon and Fernandez and yeah. Mar- Marvin Musquins. Yeah. Why is that? Axis powers. Yeah. Right? Germans, French, the Axis, the enemies. Mm, yeah, it must be. It's an Axis thing. And, and uh, people are going to say the French were on the Allied side. Most of the war, they were an Axis country. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Uh, the, Not by their own choosing. Well, but <laughs> yeah. that doesn't matter. Yeah, well, wave the white flag. That's what happens. Yeah, well, exactly. <laughs> right. uh, but yeah, he, he kind of rough-rode it around. He he did what he does, and and um, the, I... I'd, I wonder if if somebody else did that, right? If you had, it, it, you know, if you had like, you know, if uh, if Justin Cooper was riding that aggressive, 
I would bet he'd be penalized. I would feel that way. I, I'm convinced he would be penalized because they're letting Fernandez, even though Fernandez has already had problems with this, they're letting him now get, it's like, oh, that's just Fernandez. Now they're not and, penalizing well, him And anymore. the other thing is, is that they've allowed it that because he gets away with it, other guys are chickening out in corners because they know he'll hit yes, him. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He'll, he doesn't care. He'll drive you he, right off the track. He'll, he will drive you right off the track. Yep. He doesn't care. Mm-hmm. And it's all of a sudden, it's like, it's like, uh, um, they just kind of, they, they they just let him get away with it, and and, and that reputation will not serve him well if he moves up to the four fifty. Oh, I, can you imagine him hitting James, uh, Malcolm Stewart like that? No, I, Malcolm Stewart will literally eat him. Uh-oh. Bam Bam will Bam Bam will kill him. Bam Bam will kill him. Yeah, Stewart, I, I think most the vast majority of the four fifty field would not put up with that at all. No. So if he's thinking he's going to move up to the four fifties, uh, he he better. He's building Check a himself rep- before they you know, wreck The problem yourself. is he's building a reputation now. I don't know. It may be too late for him to do anything about that. Yeah. So he's got well, the he's, reputation. Well, he's French. They surrender all the time. That's true. Uh, he could punt on Well, you, you better, you know, I tell you, go with a white livery then. <laughs> you know? <coughs> so anyway, uh, a- anyway, so um, I, you know, I, I, I just want to say to Faulkner, you, you better wake up. You better take him on or yeah. it's done. And, and Cooper, Cooper's been kind of struggling. Right, yep. he, mm-hmm. he started yeah. out fast, but he's still Cooper's still he's only close. seven points out. He's yeah. closer than Faulkner. Yeah, Faulkner, you gotta you gotta yeah, go Faulkner up there and attack. Yep. Yeah, I mean, even though Faulkner's been riding well, he's been riding well, but you know, it's all about points, right? Yeah, it is. It's, it's all about points, and we we said it's not a long series. No, and you know, as those weeks start to go by. You know, that's that. And we start points or whatever he got early in the yeah, season is going to kill him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so I just thought the the rough riding there was a little. To me, that's a little like sketch. I, I don't know. Oh, it's I, it, but it's what he does. He does this all the time. Yeah. Uh, when he wasn't in the in the lead group, he was still doing it mid pack. Yeah. It's his riding style, and I understand that. And the only way that they're going to do anything about that is to penalize him. Yeah. That's because it. Because he's just a. Uh, oh, never mind. It's just, it's just his nature. It's it's yeah. his nature. I, I don't blame him for being uh, aggressive, but you have to have a line where you draw the line, right? The sport needs to say, okay, be aggressive, but but you, you can't be aggressive to the point in there where you're risking the welfare of the other riders. Right. Th- that's what ended my career, okay? Right. It, I got ridden off the track into a chain-link fence. So yeah. um, that that's the point where you have to say enough's enough, right? Yeah. Okay. So he tones it down a little bit. It means he's got to fight against his nature. I, I like aggressive riding. I really do. But there has to be the sport needs to draw a line. Yeah. And the thing about it, it's either that or the other riders do it. It's either that or right. the— Right. Well, what happens or the, is if you, you know, oh, somebody's going to say— The Cooper and, Coopers and the Faulkner have to say, you know what? If we have to team up together to, to give it back to him, then that's what we have or, to do. Or what you're going to have is somebody like—and and, and I'm not— I'm I'm saying it because of his position, not because I think this is Moserman. Yeah. But you're going to get somebody like Moserman who's going to take him out mm-hmm. because, man, I'm in fourth place and this is, you know, this guy's going to pass me and I'm going to lose my yep. podium. Right. Right. And he hits me all the time. So why don't I hit? And I got the chance to shove it in and you can end up with injuries. And mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not saying I think Moserman himself is going to do that. Mm-hmm. I'm just using him because he's somebody who's battling on the front, mm-hmm. but not really in the points race. Right. That, that's that's right. why I used him. Not saying I think now. Moserman's also been hit by Ferrandez a couple times. If he did it, I wouldn't. Everybody in the field's been hit by Ferrandez. Yeah. I've been hit, and I haven't even. You know, I mean, <laughs> it like ran into me. We got hit from uh, the East I, Coast. Yeah. Right. Right. I'm. I'm worried. I'm. Put, I'm wearing. I'm going to wear. Like, Are you excited now about the East? 
beast of the east you yeah know i'm I mean? excited i'm excited about the east now because it's been it's it's enough now right it's <laughs> enough <laughs> it's time to see what the other side got exactly and and, and i'm hoping better than what we usually see because usually the west is dominant so i'm hoping yeah. i'm hoping this year we see better it'll be interesting mm-hmm. it'll be interesting um and then we got the 450s and the 450s was interesting because the two guys that we thought were going to be battling it out to the end we're, we're battling it out to try to get on the podium, not even for the win. You know, you know? I, I have to agree with the GOAT, and usually mm-hmm. when you agree with the GOAT, he's right. Um, <laughs> but, you know, he said that every week so far, Adam Cienciarolo has been the fastest qualifier, mm-hmm. and yep. sooner or later, that's going to benefit. Yep. Right? Sooner or later, he, he, the, win is, uh, the win is coming. It, it, you, you know what I mean? When you're that fast all the time, the win is coming. Yeah, but it's not. It's not just about flat out speed. Otherwise, no. It's otherwise Roxon would be pulling away right now. Well, there's racing craft and stuff to it. There, 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 there's racing craft and there's and, you know and, there's a lot. There, and, and the thing about it is, is that it's one of the things in Supercross. Getting mid pack is is sort of like death, right? Yeah. Try, trying to come back from mid pack is tough because just trying to stay upright when you're mid pack is a challenge, right? Yeah. So I think the problem is is. Cian Cirillo spent a lot of time mid-pack this season, even though he's been fast in the qualifying and the heat races. So it was good to see him have actually have a good race. Yeah. Not the best race, though. You know, he was doing—I think Cooper Webb, you know, it ain't like Cooper Webb ain't the defending champ. No, he's definitely, Cooper he, Webb he definitely is, still got that number one play. Yeah, so. and, and he definitely is one of the only guys that has now twice caught Roxon in the last turn to go by him. Yep. Right. right? Mm-hmm. So you can never, when you get passed by Cooper Webb, to me it's like, okay, you can still have a great race and get passed by Cooper Webb. Yeah. When he's on, he's pretty quick. Yeah, but he hasn't been on much. He hasn't been on so much, but he started I, I, the season I, with the flu, right? I, yeah, yeah. This, I mean, okay. I mean, you know, we could say that about almost anybody. The question is, is that I? I mean, Tomac did that he needed to do, but it wasn't enough, unfortunately. I mean, you know, the thing about it is, is that it's still a very close championship at this point. Yeah. And the one thing nice about the four fifties is you have enough braces left that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Any any one of four or five guys could still win this thing. And and Tomac helped himself out a lot because he put Barsha between him and Roxon. It wasn't. And a, it wasn't a lot. It was. It was it, it's two Three points. points. Oh, two points. Two points. Yeah, two and that's points. a lot. Not two points is not a lot. It's it's a lot. When, you know, but I I also think it was a what? mental thing. And Tomac and Barsha, they had a little bit of words after the race. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure what the words were because they didn't mic those guys up. I feel like they should take a lesson yeah. from the XFL. Yeah, mic those guys up so well, we can hear I, those. I, I think they should they <laughs> should have some sponsored fisticuffs afterwards because I want to see if Roxon could actually reach him. <laughs> or if his punches had any uh, thing to it. But Tomac is now within one point of the lead. Yeah. Right? He's yeah. 130 to 129. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bar- and Barsha raced him really tough. And it, But it, I think sometimes when Barsha gets racing people tough, it doesn't matter who's next to him. And I think he, that was a little problem for Roxon too, right? Like, yeah, you get caught up in it. You get caught up in mm-hmm. that. And, and Barsha is not the guy you want to slam elbows with. No. Right? No. Um. Cooper Webb did good for him this 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 race, you know, for himself and stuff. He's still within nine of the lead. Uh, there's a lot of racing left in 450s. Yeah, there's a lot of racing in 450s, but um, 
you know, we'll see. We'll see how it, how it goes. Tomac, if he could get some consistency. That's been his whole career, though. Right. That's been his problem. And 450. If, if 250, he was Mr. Consistent. Yeah. If he can get develop some consistency, this is the right time of the season to come on. We've had how many seasons where he's, like, come out like a, you know. He's bat come out, out of like, hell. Right, like a bat out of hell in the beginning of it and then faded off, right? And then that, he had that one year where he was chasing Dungy and came up just short. Yep. Where he had those 10 wins in a row. Yep. Right? Like, uh, this is the time, right? Yep. If he's going to do it, this is the time. Mm-hmm. And the wild card factor in that could be Cooper Webb because Cooper Webb can take just enough wins away from Roxon to mean if, 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 or either of them, really. I think, I think the wild card, Chad Reed. <laughs> Who actually did have to go to the LCQ this no, week. <gasps> I was like, my God, are they even going to have the LCQ? Yeah. Uh, but he did, uh, once again, punt out early. I guess he when did. you're old, 25 minutes is probably a lot of time. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it is. It is. That's like half five the life you have left, Ken. Five minutes is a lot of time. <laughs> That's half the life you have left. That's right. <laughs> uh, we'll be back next week. Supercross is going to be in Tampa. East Coast. Yeah. East to the East. 250s. We'll see.